Good morning. How are you doing? I hope you're having a great Monday. Hope things are starting off well. Good morning, Angie. Glad to see you could make it on today. Uh, so I was, I want to get right into this. Uh, I was thinking about um, continuing on in this, this uh, series talking about money uh, today, but I wanted to uh, slow down a little bit and recap the last couple of weeks. Hey, John, uh, I wanted to recap the last couple of weeks because there are some important things we're drawing out um, as it relates to kingdom principles surrounding money. All right. And what got this started was uh, the verse from Deuteronomy 8, uh, verse 18. And it talks about the power that you um, power that you have to generate wealth. Right. And that's what got this started. And, and reading through Deuteronomy 8, um, I was able to find uh, some kingdom principles as it relates to money and and things that we need to be looking at and and talking about and thinking about because we we get this weird thing about money as christians we we've been taught incorrectly that money is the root of all evil and that's not the case money is just a tool right if you are placing a higher value and a higher worth about money uh, over over your relationship with God and over what he's done for you, then that's where the evil comes in, right? It's not money itself. The money itself is just a tool. It's just a, a resource, right? And so that's, that's why we're talking about this. Um, it's important for us to get comfortable with money. It is important for us as kingdom citizens to be comfortable with talking about a resource that we should possess in great quantity to have bigger impact, right? To build a, a legacy for our children and grandchildren to start from. So it's very important. You know, you have, you've been given creativity uh, as an innate part of who you are. As image bearers of God, you've been given creativity as part of you. You have to exercise that creativity in, in generating wealth, right? Uh, it, lost my train of thought there. So you so you have to you have to use this creativity that's been given to you to to start looking at and and working with Holy Spirit to uh, come up with new ways to generate wealth because having resources to have bigger impact it's not a bad thing. It's actually something that's needed. We actually need to be getting out there, figuring this out, understanding these systems and how to work them to build resources and have greater impact for the kingdom. Right. And we talked about this yesterday, uh, yesterday morning in church that um, giving glory to God is, is something that we are supposed to do. But the impact of the glory you give to him is greater when you have more attention coming towards you. Okay, When you have a platform that is big because you have a lot of resources that create impact, you now have a bigger platform. You have the attention of a larger number of people so that you can then give glory to God. 
right? That has a big impact for the kingdom. So this is a, another reason why we have to be comfortable with money. Okay, so so we got into Deuteronomy eight uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I want to I want to read that again uh, to you. It says, "All the commandments that I am commanding you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your forefathers." You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these 40 years, that he might humble you, testing you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Your clothing did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. Thus, you are to know in your heart that the Lord your God was disciplining you, just as a man disciplines his son. Therefore, you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and springs, flowing forth in valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a land where you will eat food without scarcity, in which you will not lack anything, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are satisfied, you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his ordinances, ordinances and his statutes, which I am commanding you today. Otherwise, when you have eaten and are satisfied and have built good houses and lived in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and gold multiply, and all that you have multiplies, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. He led you through the great and terrible wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water. He brought water for you out of the rock of Flint. In the wilderness, he fed you manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do good for you in the end. Otherwise, you may say in your heart, my power and the strength of my hand made this wealth. But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth, that he may confirm his covenant which he swore to your fathers, and it is this day. It shall come about if you ever forget the Lord your God and go after other gods and serve them and worship them. I testify against you today that you will surely perish, like the nations that the Lord makes to perish before you. So you shall perish because you would not listen to the voice of the Lord, your God. There is so much to pull out of there. So much. Right. And the, the things that I want you to take away from that is uh, the principle of abundance. Right. He talks about the land and uh, the land that they were to go in to possess had all these wonderful things. It was abundant. 
right? And, and what we talked about a couple of weeks ago is this sounds like some uh, prosperity gospel, this thing that everybody has somehow assigned to any anybody that teaches about abundance, that they are a prosperity gospel teacher and and you should just be, you know, swimming in money, whatever, whatever that looks like. Uh, but that's not a real thing. Uh, like I said before, there's one gospel. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's it. This prosperity gospel thing that people like to slap a label on isn't real. What they're missing is, is it is a kingdom principle of abundance, right? That's what we operate in. He says, a land where you will feed without scarcity, in which you will not lack anything. If I'm not lacking anything, that means I have abundance. I'm sorry if people get upset when you wear the favor that God has given you. Right? If you want to have impact, you will live in the favor that he's given you. You will wear that. You will put it on. You will put on abundance and use the resources, the abundant resources that he's given you to have impact for the kingdom and to be able to give him greater glory. The second one is, is, is a huge one. And we talked about this yesterday too, and that's remembrance, right? It's, it's remembering the goodness of God, remembering what he's done for you, remembering what he's spoken over you, right? Without that, we start to, uh, um, start to look at our own strength. We start to take pride in what it is that we can do or what it is that we've built. Right? And we cannot do that. We have to remember what God has done for us. Right? This is this is going back to giving him the glory. It's very important. And it it's it's talked about a couple of different times in this chapter to remember what it is that God has done for you. Right? He's given you the power to generate wealth. And again, that's what started this whole, this whole last couple of weeks and, and digging into these kingdom principles about money and talking about money to get comfortable with the conversation. The third one, it, it's disciplining. And this is another one of those words that we talked about that has a negative connotation where we look at discipline and we think pain, we think punishment, and that's not what it's about. What it's about is strengthening character, building up the goodness inside of you, right? And really, really what that looks like is, is capturing the essence of the goodness of God that dwells within you already. Because if you're indwelt with Holy Spirit, you're indwelt with the goodness of God. And we let that flow out of us, right? Right. We're disciplining our character. It's not a bad thing. And this relates to the money topic because we have to be disciplined in what we do with the resources that are given to us. Right. And we're going to go into trust here in just a minute that he does trust you. Right. And we all are on a different level when it comes to the resources that we've been given to steward, right? And so you discipline yourself on the level you're at 
and you wind up getting more, right? Increase comes. Possessing the land, possession, that's, that's the next one. You have to go in and possess the land. If you don't, you're, um, uh, you're, you're, you're doing what Angie talked about in, on Life Up Here uh, um, two weeks ago, I believe it was, where you're, you're toddling between two different levels of glory. And you need to stick the landing in the next one. So if he's called you to bring yourself to someplace to do whatever it is, in this case, we're talking about money and resources, you need to possess that. You need to own it. Go in, stick the landing there, and possess what it is he's telling you to possess and move forward with that. And after that, it was uh, multiplication. And this, this is a kingdom principle that is just one of those uh, standard things that seems to be expected, right? He says, when uh, you've eaten and are satisfied and built good houses and lived in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and gold multiply and all that you have multiplies, then your heart could become proud. Because the, this natural thing of multiplication is happening because you are a kingdom citizen. If you don't remember the source of that, the strength of that coming from God, we could become proud, right? So multiplication is just one of these natural things. This is something you should just expect. And when it happens, you know, you can have great impact giving glory to God use those, that multiplication, that resource to have greater impact, to build legacy, right? We don't want our kids and grandkids to be starting from the same place that we started, right? Their floor is our ceiling. And that's what we want. We don't want them to have to relive any pain that we did. Multiplication, it is just something that you should expect. All right, so those are what we, we, we looked at there. And, and we have to remember, money isn't bad. It takes money to do things. It takes the resources that you have to have an impact. Don't be scared of it. Right? If you are living from a place of union, then you shouldn't worry about what's going on in here. Because if that is your first connection, if, if your first uh, um place to go to is to press into that union and say, Holy Spirit, what do you say? God, what are you saying about this? Right? Then you don't have to worry about it. If that's your first place, you shouldn't be scared of money. You shouldn't be scared of, of oh, I might, you know, fall into some uh, lust for money. Ah, that's, that's ridiculous. That is a ridiculous thought if you are living from a place of union. So you got to open your eyes to these kingdom principles about money, right? And this, and this introduction to this topic, it can be difficult. It can be difficult to talk about this. You just have to remember that you've been given the power by God to generate wealth. If that wasn't the case, then, then, you know, you shouldn't, if you should be scared of money and what 
you could fall into, why would God give you the power to generate wealth? It's another one of those things that doesn't make sense, right? Why would he give you a good gift if he's worried you're going to go and do something evil with it, right? Again, living from that place of union, we don't have to be worried about that. That's just not something we have to be uh, concerned with, right? So we talked about abundance, remembrance, disciplining, possession, and multiplication coming out of Deuteronomy 8, right? And then last week we, we went on from there. We continued uh, to talk about money, but as it relates to, to stewarding. And this wasn't about telling you how to spend your money, although, you know, we could because as citizens of the kingdom, we have access to the solutions of heaven. We have access to the solutions uh, of heaven that, that are problems here on earth created by not living from union. Right? People still aren't awakened to the reality of what Christ did for them. Right? And so they're looking for solutions. And you as a citizen of the kingdom, you have those. You just have to tap into them and then release them. So last week we, we were talking about stewarding. And we, uh, we wanted to, I wanted to relate about the importance of this. And it's important to note that we're spilling out the kingdom, right? And in, in this case, the kingdom's money. And so we will give an account of that one day, but again, it's not an account like where somebody's, you know, where you're getting a finger wagged at you, like you didn't do this well. That's going to be a celebration. Think of being accountable for what you did with kingdom wealth as a celebration of the impact that you had, of the glory that you brought to God. Because your impact, it's going to have, it's going to have a glory. One way or another, it's, it's going to have a glory. It's going to be recognized. And it's up to you to give the glory in the right direction, give the glory to God. So we jumped into Matthew 25. And I'm not going to read the whole thing here. I did want to read Deuteronomy 8 because there is some great things to pull out of there. And I would recommend that you um, get in there yourself and, and start to uncover and, and talk to Holy Spirit about what those principles are coming out of there. And what it is in your particular assignment that you can apply those to. Even when it comes to money, well, how can you apply those, right? So, all right, Matthew 25, we read verses 14 to 30. And this is the story about um, Jesus saying, you know, again, heaven's kingdom realm is like the wealthy man who went on a long trip. He summoned his trusted servants and he gave the three of them different amounts of money. He, he trusted them. 
and and in giving them one, he gave to 5,000, one, 2,000, one, 1,000, right? And they went off and did their thing. The one with 5,000, uh, double that. One with 2,000, doubled it. The one with 1,000, buried it and didn't apply any of the principles. He didn't understand what was going on, right? He didn't understand that he could apply those principles of the kingdom and double that money and move up to a greater level of impact and have increase in his life, right? So, so they were trusted. It says right there that he summoned all his trusted servants and assigned his financial management over to them. They were given an assignment, right? Each of us has an assignment. And part of that is resources. And one of those resources is money. Right? So you should be expecting increase there. You, you know you're trusted. So just get out there and, and, and do with it what needs to be done. Right? You're getting, you've been given the power to generate wealth. Right? So you are trusted. And like I said before, that, that degree to which you're trusted looks different for everybody. Right? Just like everybody's freedom doesn't look the same. Your freedom in Christ doesn't look the same for everybody. The, the level of trust that you've been given or the level of resources that you've been given to steward is going to look different, right? Because we are all at a different place. But the power of coming together and, and being in oneness is we get to learn from each other. We get to sharpen each other, right? If the one if the trusted servant that was given only a, a thousand gold coins would have come to the one with 2000 or 5,000 and said, look, I'm not sure what to do. I'm not sure how to do this. Right. They could have, they could have teached him something. He could have learned and been taught how to go out and invest and trade and barter to multiply but instead he chose to live in fear rather than live from the kingdom, right? If, if these people are trusted with more, maybe we should be looking at them to learn from, right? Not, not saying, oh, you know, oh, he's got more. I wonder, wonder what he did to do that. Or uh, why is he getting more or she's getting more or whatever, uh, than me. I'm a, I'm just as good a person as they are. Now that's, that's the wrong attitude to be taking. The attitude to be taking is, is this person is at a greater level of authority in the kingdom. They, they've, they've disciplined and steward longer. What can I learn from them? Right? What do they have to teach me? That's the attitude to take. Start playing this comparison game and it just leads to bitterness and jealousy and, and all sorts of bad things uh, that you don't want to get into because it doesn't, it doesn't do anything to impact the kingdom. That only causes division, which is a lot of what we're seeing lately. We don't need any more division, right? We need more oneness. So oneness sharpens each other. Oneness 
teaches one another. Oneness pulls other people up, doesn't push them down. Yeah, big fat no on the comparison. All right, we talked about this yesterday too. So this looks more like um, we don't have uh, sympathy for somebody who doesn't know or is, is sitting in something that is, is hurting them because sympathy just leaves them there. Right. We have, if you have compassion for them, you'll teach them something. You'll help them move through whatever it is. You'll help them walk through that because compassion grabs them and pulls them up out of that. It doesn't just leave them sitting there. All right. Sympathy is going to leave them there. Compassion is going to pull them out. So trust it. That's, uh, that was the, the first principle that we pulled out of Matthew 25 to add on to this. Right. And the, the other one, uh, the second one that we pulled out of this was work. Right. Like I said, uh, last week, this isn't work is not a nasty four letter word. Okay. A lot of people don't like to work. They'd rather sit around and just be, you know, handed whatever. And that's not what we see modeled here. Jesus says, heaven's kingdom realm is like the wealthy man who went on a long journey, summoned his trusted servants, gave them gold coins to steward while he was gone. And what they did, what two of the three did was they went out and they worked. They worked to make it happen. They didn't just sit around. You know, you can, you should expect multiplication, but you still get out there and you make it happen. Right. You're, you are the ones going out there and doing the things to multiply. God gave you the power to generate wealth. Right. He didn't just hand you wealth while you sit on the couch and eat chips. Right. That's not, that's not what it says. That, and that's not what's going on here in, in Deuteronomy 8 or in Matthew 25 in this story here. Right, we go out and make it happen. We don't bury it in the ground and then just, you know, hope something magically happens. A gold coin tree grows out of the ground. Be cool, but that's not what's happening. All right. And we're not called to sit around. You know, at some point, um, you'll add passive income streams, which we could talk about another time. But that's just something. That, that's something you have built, though. You still work to build that. It doesn't just magically happen, right? So we, we can't be lazy. We can't be full of fear. You can't live in fear of money. You can't live in fear of, of, of talking about resources. You can't live in fear of somebody slapping a label on you about prosperity gospel when all you're doing is wearing... Uh, your favor, right? All you're doing is wearing the abundance that God's given you as a kingdom citizen. You can't live in fear of that. Other people's uh, decisions to uh, label is not is not your problem. That's their problem. If one of those people is in your circle, you help try to pull them out of that. Teach them the kingdom principles that we've talked about here. 
All right. So again, those were abundance, remembrance, discipline, possession, multiplication, being trusted, and work. Right? Those are the seven principles that we pulled out, kingdom principles about money that we've pulled out the last couple of weeks. So I wanted to recap those before we moved on into anything else. And I'm going to, I'm actually going to add a little bit to that next week, right? I want to go a little bit further in talking about money. And there's a reason why we're doing that at this time of year. A lot of people get a little bit crazy about money uh, because of Christmas, uh, whatever holiday you're celebrating. Also because it's the end of the year, right? People start getting a little bit weird about, about money. And so uh, next week, I want to talk about um, talk about generosity. Uh, I want to I want to continue to talk about money because I want you to go into 2022 with an outlook of I am empowered to generate wealth just naturally as an image bearer of God. That's part of who I am. That's part of the power that I have, the authority that's been given to me. And so I want to roll into 2022 with that on the forefront of our minds. And not just to have money for the sake of having money, but to control resources that have great impact for the kingdom. To be able to leverage resources to give glory to God. That's what I want us moving into. I want us to be on the forefront of wealth generation, of generating wealth. All right. You'll have a wonderful week. We've got a lot of stuff going on, and we have a calendar on the website of everything that's happening. So be sure to check that out uneditedlife.org and you can look through the website, check out the calendar, the events that are coming up. All right. All right. Have a great week.